Kin. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. All right, the second half of the of the media show is where we're at. So we're going to chat. To, there's some interesting things developing here. We're going to chat to uh, Tebe Kalafeng just now about the the brands Africa, the brand Africa 100, the Africa's best brands, not just necessarily made in Africa. I'm looking forward to that discussion. We've also got a great advert to talk about, and there's Tonya Kuri as always looking at the. Well, the big media mentions of the last seven days. I mean, it's the big media stories in numbers or buying numbers over the last seven days. We always, however, at five past nine, have what we call the eye on feature. We profile somebody who's a newsmaker in the industry of media, marketing, journalism, advertising, all that sort of thing. Today it's the turn of Gensani uh, Moyane, who's the MD of Glasshouse Communications. So good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. Thank you so much for good. having me. Good. Thank you. And we'll be going on to Facebook Live. I'm looking at Tebokho, who assists us with the production, and uh, he'll work it out in a few minutes. So in a few seconds' time, you can not just listen to us talking on radio, but you can also tune in, get to my personal Facebook page, and you'll be able to see visuals of us live talking. Okay, so good talking to you, and, and well done. You have a new position. Yes, thank you, Ashraf. What's it like? How many days? Well, it's actually been a month, so okay. from the 1st of Feb. So, yes, made it to uh, one month. Okay. <laughs> so... Th- you, you're replacing a legacy. I mean, t- tell us about that. There's an outgoing MD who's been around for a long time, and, and then you come in. What, what's it like? <laughs> well, I mean, I worked with Bridget uh, von Holt for about four years. Yeah. So um, throughout my journey with her, I learned so much. I mean, as you said, she is a, you know, a PR guru, mm-hmm. as I would like mm-hmm. to say. So mm-hmm. I think my um, um, you know, experience with her actually molded me into the PR person I am today. So I do have to thank her for that. Um, so it's quite exciting. Okay. Quite exciting. Let, let's then talk about what, why did you get the job? What were you doing before you became the MD? <laughs> I was actually um, in the senior client service right. uh, position. So I think uh, doing that for about two years and, like I said, working very closely with Bridget and being mentored by her. So I guess um, that's how I got the position. And, I mean, did you, did you know that you, you, you're up for it? <laughs> or, or was it a case of... I want it, but you never know. Or, in fact, I don't want it, but they just thrust it upon <laughs> No, I mean, I think it's something that I eventually wanted to do. Um, um, I just didn't expect it to be as soon as it was. But, hey, you know what? You know, you only live once. Well, absolutely. <laughs> now, now, you've had an interesting career. I mean, t- take us back in terms of your own entry, because we'll talk about Glasshouse and what it really does, but yes. your entry into, into this, you know, PR communications industry. How, how did that happen? Well, I mean, in high school, I always enjoyed writing. But uh, after matric, I decided to do somatology, which is specialized health and skin care. But during that time, I'd always um, continued writing. And then after I graduated, I worked for L'Oreal, South Africa. And in that, I also used to do a news, uh, newsletter, a monthly newsletter, okay. because we needed to, you know, inform the Paris um, office about what we were doing. But here you were not in communications at L'Oreal? No. Nope. Right. I just, it was something I used to do on the okay. side. Um, and then I got an opportunity to do a freelance business article for HMC Seswa, which is one of the companies that merged with Inzalo Communications to create Glasshouse. But we'll get into that. Um, and I was a bit, you know, nervous because I was like, I don't know anything about business. Um, but I did it. And then a few months later, I got told to do another article. 
And then they called me in and said, look, there's a junior position that opened up. And I was extremely nervous because I, you know, didn't do PR. And at, at, at L'Oreal? No. No, Wait. at uh, HMC Sesswa. Okay. I'm yes. Sure. All right. I was doing freelance work for them. So I had no idea. And Johanna McDowell at the time said to me, look, try it out for a month and, you know, then take it from there. And, yeah, here I am five years later. So I guess this is something that was meant to be. Wow. So in fact, Joanna's <laughs> name has been mentioned quite a bit because we sp- we're speaking about transparency with regard to rates in advertising earlier on, and we chatted to her about two weeks back. So 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 that that call was so. There's a couple of interesting things that that first article, the fact that you loved writing. Yes. Then that first article, then the business article, then Joanna identifying something in you. Yes, yes. And I mean, also my my parents were both in the media industry, so it's not something that wasn't familiar um, to me. Someone said. The name is Moyani. Please tell us who your parents are. <laughs> my mother's Odette Moyani and my father's Dan Moyani. And I wonder who Dan is. You know? <laughs> how, how many people ask you about that? You know, it's, when they first <laughs> meet me, it's like, you know, and then they see the surname and they're like, are you related to Dan in any way? Um, so, yes, I'm always very proud yeah. to say, yes, I am. He's my father. Well, tell him I said hi and I whenever will. I drive on... I don't know if it's, whether it's Mandela Bridge or whichever one. I think about him uh, at the time that the Springboks won the Rugby World Yay. Cup. Because in many ways, he never played the game, but I think he's synonymous with, with the social laws, I think. So we'll never forget that, right? Absolutely. How has that happened, had an impact on you in, in terms of you talk communications and you actually understand people on the other side? In his case, I mean, he presents even now, so he's, he's done so much. Yes. Does that impact on you? Absolutely. I think, you know, I always find him very inspirational and because I'm in the industry but on a different aspect of it you know he's so you know clued up um, so he's always there to give me advice um, and I think yeah he's had a big influence on my life um, so absolutely alright then, then moving on how then did you get involved with Glasshouse proper because <laughs> you, you talk about some mergers that took yes, place yes right? so Glasshouse was um, you know, it started in 2013, and it was the merging of a Bridget von Holtz uh, PR company known as Inzalo and Johanna McDowell's known as HMC Seswa. So they came together and created Glasshouse. And I was part of the HMC Seswa team for about a year. Okay. While, you know, then we became Glasshouse. So, yeah, I've been with Glasshouse for four years. Okay, so, so you were naturally part of that. But it's interesting, Project. it doesn't mean there's a merger that you're going to be earmarked as the person replacing the incumbent, right? Absolutely not. Well, what's your journey been like the last four years? Then? It's been great, I must say. Um, going from my first year to, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, to, oh my gosh, this actually feels natural, to this is what I want to do forever. And um, now I want to take it to the next level, so take glass out to the next level. How did you realize, or that moment when you said, this is what I want to do forever? Sure, that moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was at HMC Seswa, and it was my first interview that I had gotten for a client and I think at that moment that feeling of oh my gosh I accomplished something yay Um, (laughs) and then I yeah that's when I was like this actually feels so natural I can't imagine doing anything else but here's the thought help us understand this in terms of that, what were you doing? I mean, you, you, you're paddling a client to people like me, isn't it? In fact, you're saying please consider you know, we think this person will be good enough to be on your show and we can assist you with that. Yes. I mean, is that the type of pitch that you'd expect? But, I mean, you must be getting lots of rejections. I must tell you personally, and, <laughs> and people know this, uh, I always tell my production teams, my default when I receive an email is like, okay, why should I talk to this yes. person? 
because that default helps me to be very objective yes. about is this right for the show yes. for the right time or not. Yes. How, how do you handle the, the obvious rejection <laughs> that, that comes through? You know, I think with, with every profession there's some form of rejection, but you need to maybe think about it differently, thinking outside the box. I mean, I know people like yourself get hundreds of emails mm-hmm. a week on you know requests, but it's important for us to know um, know you know your show know what you would actually find interesting and then kind of approach it in a very interesting way instead of just your typical dear ashraf here's a press release um you know kind of you know captivate you in a way think think about well getting to my mind before even i do exactly having a fascinating chat with uh, kinsani uh, moyanis is the md now of glasshouse communication one month into the job you said that you want to take glasshouse to another level what's the level that it's on now and where do you want to take it (laughs) well i mean it's it's been running successfully for four years um and you know they've there's been a lot of building so now that we've built I, you know, I believe an ideal, you know, agency. It's time to say, right, so let's expand. I think expanding is very important. Um, we've got the potential to do that. And looking at opportunities outside of South Africa to the rest of the continent is a big thing for me. And I've always been very passionate about empowering up-and-coming um, individuals in PR. And I think I'd like Glass, Glasshouse to be a, um, a hub for that. For empowering. Well, South Africans need to break that glass ceiling, and, and yes. <laughs> I, I think we we completely on side on that. Lots more to come. By the way, if you want to say hi, you can certainly do so to Inkansani uh, Moyani, 0891-104207. Otherwise, tweet using hashtag um, Media Show, and then tweet to me, Ashraf Garda, as well as to the SFM Radio Twitter handle. And if you're watching uh, on Facebook Live, I'm giving you like a thumbs up so you can simply comment even then and share it to many other people as well, because I think it's great fun sort of integrating all the things we, we do. Lots more to come right after this. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry, only on 104 to 107. So the new MD of um, Glasshouse Communications in Kansani, and Moyani is with me, and she will be for another 10 minutes or so as we get into her story. Okay, so you want to take it to another level, and I spoke about glass ceilings. You, you obviously have a specific mission then, right? What would that, that mission be? Well, as, as I mentioned, um, it's to you know, have a hub for individuals that want to come into the industry. And um, like I said, I'm very, very... You know, are passionate about empowering the youth and also looking at opportunities outside of South Africa just to build a business. But, but here's the thought. I mean, it's, it's nice to have the hub and that's great. Mm. How do you ma- marry, in this case, the need to transform, the need to upskill, the need to bring in younger people into the industry, but your primary role would actually be to service your clientele? Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you get that balance right <laughs> from clients who actually say, it's nice you're getting some younger people, but actually yes. we, want, we want results. Can you deliver on that? Yes, I mean, it's, it's about, I think, a balancing act and also the team that we have at Glasshouse. I mean, everyone has different skills, so it's important for us to kind of plan around that and say, right, so these few people will handle that aspect and the rest of us will manage client service. I mean, that is our main business, is to build the clientele. But that's why you have a team around you that can handle different aspects. Mm. And, and, and so, some of the great challenges you, you think you'll be facing now as you talk about changing Glasshouse, but also, you know, uh, playing in, 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 the, in the continental space? Hmm. Well, I think, you know, public relations in general is usually the first um, element that companies 
kind of cut off when mm, mm. things are getting a little bit more difficult. So that can be a challenge. And also staying relevant um, because there are a few of us in the country. So it's always a question of why you guys. So it's to make sure that we, um, you know, give some kind of innovation to the whole industry. So I think that is a challenge at the moment because some businesses are cutting back and it's usually PR that they cut back. How, you, you know, I've said it on record, I think, at times when I've emceed the, the PRISM Awards, that if, if they're cutting back on PR, it suggests that PR needs more PR. That means <laughs> the concept of, of yeah. what, what PR and communications does, and you, you may have heard Daniel Munzler earlier on, is an important buy-in that companies need to understand, both from an mm. internal and an external communication. Mm. And more so now that just about with social media, yeah. there's a greater need for more PR because there's so much in terms of reputational management. What, what, what do you think, you know, what does the industry need to do more? Not, not so much glass house, but the it's industry general. so that PR doesn't get cut off first when, mm. when, there's, a, when there's a down to the shrinkage in terms of revenues. Yeah, I mean, I would think that there are two things. The first thing is to be, you know, to think outside the box. Um, and I, I know I've said this a few times, but it's so important. I mean, the world is moving so rapidly, so it's important for PR agencies to keep up with what's, you know, hip and happening at the moment, whilst, you know, doing some traditional PR. Um, and just making sure that when you go out there, there's something fresh, something new, um, or else you become boring. How? You use the phrase traditional media, and I've probably heard that for five years or ten years. So it's, you know, how old is traditional? What's the difference between traditional media and whatever it is you're talking about? <laughs> well, I mean, I think if, <laughs> if you, I mean, for me personally, I mean, uh, traditional PR is your, your usual, you know, get the press release out, you know, um, have an interview, just, the, you know, the I would mm. say the basics of PR. But now we're looking at, the digital side. I mean, everything is digital now. So there's a, a new trend that's um, happening at the moment where it's like video um, releases. So instead of just sending a 400-word release, you know, you attach a video to it to make it a bit more fun. You look at social media more than we did before um, for running campaigns. You can actually run full campaigns on social media now. So that's what I mean by it. And, and that means what? Again, co companies would be using you to handle their social media accounts or not? Well, I mean, it just depends. Um, you know, everyone has different needs. But when we, if we were to do a social media campaign, ideally we'd have to handle um, their social media for that period of time because we'd be running the campaign for them. It's interesting how <laughs> the, wor the world is changing and it's changing very, very rapidly. Um, amongst the big trends that are emerging, you touched on video, and, and I think mm. not so much video for PR, but just video for communication is big. Mm. I mean, we know that. In fact, what we're doing right now is, is the Facebook Live, which is video. So that's just yes. one good example. Uh, Instagram also pushing it to the front. Twitter's yes. doing the same thing, right? Are, are there other trends in communications uh, that were almost unheard of, unacceptable before, and, and, and they're now finding their way into the work that, that you're doing? Well, I mean, for me, because I've been in the industry for about five years, so I'm going to be completely honest about my own experience. And I would think it's the social media angle. I mean, from when five years ago, companies, from, like I said, from my opinion, were a little bit more shy about it because they didn't understand that there was so much happening, you know, so many different sites popping up, apps and all that. So they were a little bit, you know, uh, taken aback by it. But now, in the, you know, in the last five years, it's become normal, almost like it's a part of, you know, who these companies are. It's expected. And, and one is to meet that, uh, rise to the challenge in terms of skills, right? Your, your, so your rise in the industry has, has been rapid. You know, <laughs> four years, many people have just moved one notch above an inch, and you, you're now the MD of a highly reputable organization, a yes. company called Glasshouse. What, personally, what, why do you think that's happened to you? 
Honestly, I think it's, um, you know, the mentorship I had. I mean, I worked with Johanna McDowell and Bridget von Holt. I mean, the two of them have, you know, created their own empires and have been in the industry for over 30 years. So having that um, definitely pushed pushed me to actually perform and be the best I could be and work even harder. Would you, would you call that luck? Because, I mean, it's, it's very... It's very possible you could have worked with, you know, in another company with mm. people who are, you know, mm. average achievers. You just happen to be working, whatever. In soccer terms, it's like working with Jomo Sono and, and uh, Kaiser Matongo. <laughs> I mean, if it can't rub up onto you, it would be crazy, True. right? Yeah. But, I mean, you didn't plan that. That, that yeah. happened, right? It just happened. Um, and I wouldn't say luck. I would just say that I'm completely, you know, I'm blessed um, considering how I entered the industry and, and how I've ended up, I think it's all about just blessings. Let's talk about, you know, let's take you. Your, what's the best campaign you've worked on? Sure. Um, there are a few, but maybe just to name one. Um, the J.B. Marks Education Trust Fund. So they were, um, I'm sure you know, the National Union of Mine mm-hmm. Workers, mm-hmm. and they created the Mine Workers Investment Trust for the um, Members, so the JB Marks is an entity that actually gives bursaries um, to mine workers dependents, and they pay for anything you want. Whether you want to be a doctor, whether you want to do um, engineering, so sorry, yeah, carry <laughs> on. yeah. So they um, they give bursaries to mine workers dependents, and we handle an annual award ceremony for them. So you actually see these individuals that come from mine workers' families who haven't seen their, you know, father or mother in the industry for a long time, and they don't really have as much as we would have, and they actually succeed, and it's incredible to see how, you know, far... And that's number one. That, that from, I mean, it warms my heart, and we also invite their parents to actually attend the graduation. Okay. But, but is it about warming the heart, and that's why it's so good, or is it about the impact that, say, Glasshouse has made in terms of working Absolutely. With it's the impact. I mean, you see, the, you know, the parents actually get, um, you know, brought in for the actual graduation ceremony, and a lot of them live so far away, they couldn't attend the actual university graduation, they couldn't afford to. But when you see their faces say, I worked in the mining industry, and it's worth it, because my child's going to do a lot better than, than I ever could. So it's that, you know, okay. that we've been a part what, what's of that. The best, what's the one campaign you wish you worked on? It's not yours. You say, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Ashraf. <laughs> it's like a pitch of sorts. I know. <laughs> a retrospective pitch. Yeah. What, did, what campaign do I wish I worked on? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, can we come back to that? I right, have to think about that, actually. Well, you've got a minute to go, so if you can't, you have to tweet me, okay? Yes, right I will. Here. And, and uh, you know, maybe just as we as we wrap up here, maybe just... just in, in one one big line, maybe three key PR lessons that the people in that industry need to learn from you. Hmm. Well, like I'm going to say it again, think outside the box, um, build relationships with um, your clients, and keep empowering others. Keep empowering others. Mm. Well, your time's up for now <laughs> because you have important work to do. Uh, think about that PR campaign yes, that I you will. wish you did, I will. And, you. And, and feel free to tweet. A lot more than what you've just said, okay? Uh, I will certainly share it. Just use hashtag media show. I will. All right, there Thank we are. you, Ash. And best wishes on your new Thanks position. So I'm looking forward to working with you and seeing uh, and getting your what your, your videoed 
uh, PR pitches to say, can you do this person on the ad? I'd love, I'd love to see that. Yes. I think it would be incredibly innovative. <laughs> uh, for those of you watching on, on Facebook Live, we're going to end up. We'll probably do Tebe Kalafeng on Facebook Live in a moment as well. So listen in and watch out for that. Katani Moyani, the MD of Glasshouse Communications. Appreciate your time. And well done to her. Four years in the industry, and now she's the boss of a, of a highly reputable agency. Tebe Kalafeng is peeping from the outside. We'll get him in in a moment.